When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio. Kevin Durant was back in black last night. Scored 31 points. ACDC. Actually, they wore the throwback blues. Oh, yeah, right. Well, it's not even appropriate. Yeah, so why are we playing this song? God, yeah, yeah! It's because it's Key's favorite song. That's why. DC didn't write a song called Back in Blue. Yeah. My favorite song. Yeah, Back in Black, right? ACDC. I could could do a lot with this song in college. Got the poster on the wall and everything. Can you please explain? What do you mean? And it was good to hang out with my teammates and we go into like the 9 0 or the 3 2 bars or Julie's or. Back in Black. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) I automatically knew, Jay. Keyshawn Johnson time. is a citizen time. of the time. world, Jay. You're a citizen <laughs> of the world, you. right, Key? Man, I'll take you to the 9-0 one day. We're going to go hang out at the 9-0 and figure out. That's, that's what we need to do. Yeah, yeah we need, we to, need to have a team outing. <laughs> go to a USC game, pregame, hit the Ooh. 9-0. USC, it pre- Max, it's how, so packed. Max, man, you can't get anywhere. Like you got to get there two hours early. Key and I have been out. We have kicked it. We yeah. have had tequila together at games and stuff. I have not seen you kick it. That's not how, true. Yeah, you and I went out. We, yeah, but we didn't kick it, though. That's true. We didn't kick it. I'm curious. How are you when you kick it? You want to know the truth? <laughs> yes. I don't kick it. When I get in that frame of mind, I sound like, you know, people talk about code switching. But because I'm in that frame, like, it just naturally happens. You think I grew up different than, than I grew up. Let's oh, put it we that need, way. We need to make this yeah. happen. So you all of a sudden become what? Sa- I, sound, <laughs> I sound street. Oh. Yeah, I sound street. Yeah, like New York City street. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So all of a sudden you're a tough guy. Yeah, it's not. It's not even tough. Well, that's not. Well, gin will. That's why I stay away from gin. Stay away from gin. I will get into a fight and then get sick after. Like well, I have well, like we, an allergic we reaction. We certainly to don't it. want you getting into a fight, <clears throat> right? Especially hanging out with us. Yeah. You can get into a fight by yourself. Yeah, you two are going <laughs> off to jail. <laughs> yeah, I'll be fine. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> why did your Why did your host co-host beat you up, Max? Well, he, Actually, they, didn't they, do any, sh- they didn't do anything to you. Be quiet, Max. They did do something to you. <laughs> <laughs> ain't lying. No lies. You know, I, 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 get you, I get you. I say, listen, officer, I kind of need these dudes on the air tomorrow. What's up? You can work something out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, let me tell you something. Growing up in New York, well, I, there's some stories I shouldn't tell. It's just like two, but it can get real if you are identified a certain way. Let's oh, put yeah. it that way. Of course. That's, all, that's everywhere, not just New York. KD returned for the Nets, as I was saying, after missing 21 straight games due to an MCL sprain. But the Heat beat the Nets 113-107. Jay, the Heat are a team. Mm. The Nets at the moment are a collection of players. Kevin Durant, after the game, on not trying to be a savior. Listen. I'm not trying to go out there and win the game by myself tonight or make it all about me. I just try to go out there and, and help and be a good teammate. Our cutting it close is only under 20 games left in the season, but that's the situation we're in. That's the circumstances we're in. 
you know what the standings are. You know, everybody's telling us every day how far we're dropping and where we may end up and constantly telling us the situation we're in. But we understand that, and we know that each day is important. So we work, we focus on tonight and just keep plugging away. So that's KD and the Nets. Meanwhile, the Lakers have lost seven of eight or eight games below five hundred, And Russell Westbrook had this to say. Listen carefully to the question, the way it's phrased, and his response after the game. Everything's the opposite of what you envisioned. Has that been hard for you, especially considering your stature, your credentials, to, to absorb? Um, what did I envision? I suppose I would imagine some wins. I mean, you say, based on what I envision, I want to know what you think I envision. I would have, but I mean, you envisioned coming here and winning a championship, or at least being. The season over? It, it certainly isn't on. Is the season over? No, sir. Thank you. I had no expectations. Uh, the last four years of being, I've been on different teams four times, so my envision of kind of thinking everything's going to be peaches and cream, I don't. That's not realistic. That's not life. Why does it seem. Well, I, listen, I don't want to put any words in anyone's mouth and have anyone say, wait, did I ever say that? I'll speak for myself. Why is it that I get the feeling that the Nets can flip a switch and the Lakers can't? Like, why is it that it seems to me the sense out there is that the Lakers, the, 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 the Lakers we don't believe in, but the Nets we do? Why is that, Jay? Well, because you've seen Russell Westbrook and LeBron James on the floor a ton together. Like, that is a reality. Uh, the additional piece of Anthony Davis could definitely help, but you've also seen the three of them on the court together, so you feel like you know what that is, and it doesn't feel like it's clicking, or is it good enough? But the thought of having Kyrie Irving and KD on the court at the same time is a different feeling that you have than Russell Westbrook and LeBron James. They're pe- these are two triple threat go-getters. Russell because they can shoot, they can shoot, they can pass, they can make plays, they can do. There's no hesitation. There, there's nothing that hinders them, right? It's just all attack. Whereas you feel that way with LeBron, but you don't feel that way with Russell Westbrook with the way he's played this year. I mean, we've had conversations about that nobody expected Russell Westbrook to be this bad, and you're having conversations about you know could the Lakers miss the play-in tournament? Now that same conversation exists for the Nets. I mean, they're only two games out with the Hornets and the Hawks competing for that 10th spot right now. But you feel like if only the mandate got lifted for Kyrie to come back and play, or if, well, how's Ben Simmons going to play when he does feel mentally ready to play? In other words, it's nothing intrinsic in the team. It's circumstances, yes. it's injury, it's rules, and it's you feel mandates. Like the upside for the Nets is exponentially greater than what it is for the Lakers because you've seen those three play together. You haven't seen these three play together yet. You yeah, st- you, saw the three, you saw the three Lakers play together, and – yeah, not good. Not good. Not good at all. Even with the I'm in, I'm out Brooklyn Nets, they still look better than the three Lakers. But if but, Kyrie's by himself on the road, he cooking by himself, yeah. and it look good. And then you see KD drop 31, it look good. And if you put it together, you're like, oh, okay. And then naturally, my mind tells me they could possibly get Ben Simmons to fall in line and do the right things because they become like big brother mentor types and he falls in line. Where on the Lakers side of things, because of you got the makeup of the roster, you got LeBron James, Westbrook, Anthony Davis. And no one's shooting. Yeah, no shooters on the team. No yep. shooters. And you sit there and you go, 
okay, we sort of felt this way to a degree at the beginning of the season when this was put together, but we wanted to talk ourselves into something different because they had Hall of Famers. And so you sit there and you go, well, they're going to be able to turn it on with no problem at all because they play basketball. They know what to do. You got three of the highest paid dudes in the history of the NBA on one team. Yeah, th- what, what, what is at stake to me, and I'm a huge Westbrook fan, and I hate this, but his greatness and legacy, he's tarnishing, and let me tell you why. History of the league, when you have three truly great players on the same team, whatever the styles, they don't mesh, whatever, they figure it out better than this. They don't, they don't maybe jeopardize a play-in tournament. There's never been a play-in tournament until recently, but they're not going to be the 9 or the 10 seed in a conference, even the 7 or 8, not normally. So then you say, well, if three great play, well, AD's not on the court. When AD gets back healthy, LeBron healthy, Westbrook healthy, they have to win because we've seen LeBron and AD do it. So what's new? Ooh, so Max, be brutal for just to, to add on to that for Westbrook, and he said it in the sound. He's been on four teams in the past four years. Mm-hmm. This was once the reigning MVP yep. of the league. Why do you keep moving, Jay? Well, after a while, Keith, that becomes the part where you're like, what's the common thread? <sighs> That's such a good point. It's Russ. What's that? Why keep moving? Yeah. It's I'm a, like, why does he keep That's the common thread. Houston, Washington, now the Lakers. And think about this. It could be five teams next year if the Lakers move on from it him. It will be five teams. That's, that is it's such a good point. On the one hand, someone wants you. That's why, you're getting, that's why there's a destination for you. On the other hand, the team that has you don't want to keep you. That is, all I'm saying is a couple of years ago, if you would have said, who's better, Westbrook or Kyrie? But see, Westbrook. No one would think that question. anymore. See, no one think that the, anymore. The, the interesting thing is typically when you move, like this, that's because people think you can help their team and you got yeah, value. So, yeah. Yeah. That's all. And you hate because you, the passion that Brody plays with. But they're moving him now because he can't help Well, that's him. the thing. He, the, the passion that Brody plays with is something that is so, like, you just feel it. You, you, it's relentless. Like, there's a Kobe Bryant esque feeling to him, but minus the skill set. Like, this year, when he took a shot last night, that bounced off the rim on top of the backboard, hit the camera, came back in, and then went into the hoop. And, and people were on Twitter like, yeah, that's the only way Russ is going to make shots. Like, that's what we're doing to a guy who is as talented as Russell Westbrook. That's what's happening right now. I'm thinking of a baseball player, Barry Bonds' father, mm-hmm. he you remember him, Bobby Bonds, mm-hmm. was a great player, right? He was on a different team every year, every year. And you think about him differently than you think about guys who stuck with a team, right? Because, wait, why does everyone want to get rid of him? There's a reason everyone wants him, so he, so he has a destination to go to, but there's also a reason that the team who has him says, mm, we're good. And it diminishes the way that player is remembered. NBA is on ESPN Radio. Tune in tomorrow night as the Lakers host the Warriors. they got to start winning games, guys. Presented by Indeed, coverage begins at 8 Eastern on most ESPN radio stations. Let's get back to the uh, NFL GOAT and whether or not this dude is even really retired. Breaking news, Tom Brady is retiring. On his podcast with Jim Gray, he mentioned the word satisfied. When was the last time we heard Tom Brady mention the word satisfied at all in his career? Uh, 
Guys, here's Tom Brady on the Fred Couple Show on Sirius mm-hmm. XM PGA Tour Radio on spending time with his family. I wish I had a, a, a clear vision of what the future holds, but I think for me there's, you know, a lot of um, – there's a lot of great things ahead and a lot of great opportunities. I know I said right after football season, I was looking forward to spending time with my family, and I've done that the last five weeks. And I know there'll be a lot more of that too. So, um, you know, I like staying busy. That's for sure. I played a little bit of golf, and I'm actually going to see my parents tonight, which will be a real highlight for me on their turf. I'll be sleeping in the same bed I slept at when I was a kid. I don't think my mom knows I'm coming home yet yet. So it's just between my dad and I is a little bit of a surprise. So looking forward to that, looking forward to some golf uh, in the next few days and some more family time, and then we'll figure out where we go from there. Wow. I mean, Brady had those little uh, go-kart beds, bunk beds that he uh, showed on his social media. Look, I think he is done. He's retired. He's on to the next although it sounds like he's not to some people. I mean, he's going to go visit his parents. He's visiting with his parents. He's enjoying his kids. He's finding things to do in his life. He's even made a movie. That's just the beginning. And I'm golfing, and I think I have tea at 3 o'clock today and then tea time tomorrow morning. And then when I'm done with teas, I'm going to go back to see the family again and maybe um, I'm going to go see a movie. And and then uh, do you – do you love the NFL? Oh, I love, love the, NFL. the NFL. Do you think you could still play quarterback? I, I'm very confident I could. So why are you retired? Well, I, my family sacrificed for me, and now I must sacrifice the thing I love most in the world what he's for them. Yeah, hold, on key, hold on, Key. The operative word, you said trying to find things to do. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like sometimes people keep trying, trying, and trying, and it just it don't happen. And it feels like when you were listening to him go on that diatribe, it was like he was trying to tell himself all the things like, oh, yeah, you heard him talking to himself. Play some more golf. And he's running out of options. Like, to a certain point, it just feels like he – it's going to be inevitable. He's going, what am I doing? You guys are burying the lead on the story for the second day in a row. You're burying the lead. Tom Brady said himself, honestly thought this was going to be the lead quote. Yeah. I'll be sleeping in the same bed I slept at when I was a kid. I sleeping in the same bed as, as kids give him sleeping in the race car beds. He didn't fit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a joke. In other words, he's making now. a joke. He can't fit. I'm looking at a picture right now of his race car bed from his parents' house. It's tiny. It's for a little kid. So the joke is, ha-ha, I'm not really sleeping in that. He thought that would be the headline. But what he doesn't understand, wah, apparently. Wah, wah. Right. What he doesn't understand, apparently, is he is betraying his innermost desires every time he talks about whether or not he's retired. It is very obvious to people listening that he desperately wants to play football. It's obvious to me. Or he wants to drive in the Daytona 500. Yes. No, but only in his dreams, in his little little car bed dreams. You'll appreciate this. Yesterday I got a chance to talk to Rizza from Wu-Tang Clan for like an hour and a half, which was a dope conversation for my pod. And he was saying, you know, we were talking about Kanye. And he Uh-oh. was saying that, you know, in order for us to come become better, we have to fight our natural nature inside of us, right? Like, but he planes, said, in order for us to become better, yeah. <laughs> but like planes fight the nature of gravity and flying, right. right? And you have to make that concerted effort to do that constantly. I feel like that's what you're watching Tom Brady do every time I hear him speak. He's trying to fight the natural nature 
embedded of him, of the competitor and the guy he is, because he knows he still has it. And my thing is, it's hard for you to defy those odds because that nature, after you do all this stuff with your family for a series of weeks and you play golf, you're tapped out. That's not who you are. You know what reminds me of Chris Rock has something. It's like a rapper. He has something for every situation. He was like uh, the tiger went to someone like a tiger in a circus went crazy. And everyone's like, the tiger went crazy. And he's like, the tiger didn't go crazy. The tiger went tiger. They went tiger. The tiger was crazy when he was on a tricycle with a helmet on. Running around, I'm a crazy tiger. But, like, you know, this is a tiger. Tom, Tom, Tom Brady's a tiger. He's not supposed to be on a, yeah, on a Tom tricycle. Brady, if Tom Brady was chasing something, I would certainly sign off on y'all argument. He's not chasing anything. He's not chasing a dream. He's not looking for his first Super Bowl title. You know, he's not chasing money. So I don't buy into Jay's or yours in saying that Tom Brady is still trying to play football. Because if he was still trying to play football, he would still be playing. But see, football. but Keith, I feel like that's a misconception. Michael Jordan wasn't chasing nothing. Kobe wasn't chasing anything. It gets to a certain point where you are only competing against yourself. No, Kobe was chasing Mike. That's fine, but I'm saying, I'm telling you, because I feel the way Kobe was actually thinking about it. They're competing with themselves. At the end of the day, them themselves are the only people that they're competing against. Nobody else. So, like, it's not like Tom Brady, like, this whole thing, oh, like, he wasn't playing the game to be the GOAT. He was playing the game to be the better version of who he was the day before to himself. And then once you get to the level he's on, just the expression of that talent and skill that you've earned over so long. Because Brady and LeBron, late in their careers, they had, like, Jedi-level understanding of what was going on, right? To compensate for any physical diminishment. It, once you get to that level, it must be so fun to just practice that, to just to just the self express, just to express yourself in that way. That just listen. If he would have said, I said this a million times, I'll say it again. If Tom Brady would have said, "I'm missing the kids growing up, I'm missing my wife, I've I don't want to run through that brick wall anymore. I've done everything I can do in football. I want to move on to the next chapter." I'd say, Key, you're right. He's done. What he actually said, if you recall, was something like, my family has sacrificed so much for me. Mm-hmm. It's time I sacrifice for them. So then the question so was give basically. give him a couple weeks. <laughs> the question was basically, what are you sacrificing? And he said, I love playing football. I love playing. I could still do it at a very high level. He's sacrificing the, the, the activity. Giving up football. To, he sacrificed giving yeah. up football to go be with his loved ones. Right. But that's, diff, that's different. You can have both. And he thought he had both, but he's. It sounds to me like there's pressure from his family to give the one up for the other. And I'm not going to talk about how other people should live their life. Tom Brady knows more about that than I do. He's extremely successful. I'll just say that from where I'm sitting, that feels like a mistake. Mm. Like it has to come from you. It can't yeah, come from it, someone else. I think it came from him, and this was the time. I don't think. I don't think the the pressure came from his family for him to essentially walk away. I think it was him saying to himself, you know what, I've done it. I, I, I tried to get number two. It didn't work. I'm done. See, So now it's time for me to turn the page to my other life. Yeah, I can still play. I get a chance to go out on top versus banged up, beat up, limping out, them not wanting me anymore. I get a chance to go out on top. And that's the way you want to go out. You don't want to go out. With a with a broke back because you can't throw anymore. Now all of a sudden you you are 
Ben Roethlisberger going out, and everything's got to be manufactured for you now. I don't want to. I don't want to assume back. things and talk about other people's families and all that, guys. Right? Like, but if it is the case that he was pressured somehow by loved ones to to retire, then my hope would be that those same people, right, would go to him and say, Tom or Dad or whoever it is, right, or son or whoever it is. You got to play football if that's what you want to do. I, that would be my hope. The only question that you have to start hey, that Tom had to like ask, ask himself, it does. <laughs> I, I, I agree exactly what you're saying, Key, and I, I feel it. But you just ask yourself, like, when is enough enough? Like, what else do I need to do that would feel that insatiable appetite that I have to play this game? So you can't do it anymore, maybe. Some people are I like hear that. You on that, man. You're right. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. The best player in the NBA was on the court last night. But who is that exactly? That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. I'll be sleeping in the same bed I slept at when I was a kid. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Kendrick Perkins, ESPN NBA analyst, joins us now. What's up, Big Perk? I got a bone to pick with you, Big Perk. What's going on, fellas? Jay, hey, hey, Jay, how you doing, man? Hey, hey, Perk, why you try to embarrass me yesterday on national TV? How come you try to come at me with this whole Joel Embiid thing on the fleece and comments? I got to admit, though, you're right. You're right. You ain't, you ain't wrong. Hey, right. Jay, you told me you like when I come at you. I, you know what I'm saying? They bring the best out of you, right? Did, did you did you see me kind of curl into a corner? I couldn't. I can't call it. You can, you, right. can you catch us up on this? Well, because I obviously when the trade went down, 
I said that I thought that the Philadelphia 76ers got fleeced because of all the capital they gave to the Brooklyn Nets. You weren't the only one who said that, yeah, by the way. And my homie, Big Perk, we talk all the time about this. He was like, Jay, you wrong. I'm trying to tell you, you wrong. And I'm like, no, but I'm right. And it's, it's looking like I've been wrong. It's not 100%. No, but- not, not, not knowing what's going on with Ben Simmons yeah. and watching Joel Embiid and James Harden, man. That look, but just beyond like- that, Perk, Daryl Morey not only landed Harden when they thought they were going to get C.J. McCollum for Ben Simmons, but he held on to Thibel and Maxi Perk. That's and that's and that that was the point. And then on top of that, he held on to the he held on the whole entire season and didn't budge and was willing to to wait it out until he got what he wanted, and that was James Harden. Like, like think about this: the Seventy Sixers. What other player they was gonna get better than James Harden? No one. And Daryl Moore knew that, and he waited it out. He st- he stood firm, and he got exactly what he wanted. He gave up two first-round picks. I mean, he gave up two first-round picks, two role players, and a, a unconfident Ben Simmons that we don't know what we're going to get out of. See, here's the thing, right? When you think about those picks, what did the, the general manager for, 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 for the rounds, what did his shirt say? blank those picks like forget those picks when you have a chance to go get an MVP caliber player like James Harden who cares about them picks you don't know what you're gonna get out of them picks anyway you know what you're gonna get out of James Harden though at least you know what you're gonna get out of James Harden in the regular <laughs> yeah, season right Perk because because in the end everybody gonna talk about being fleeced and who got fleeced or whatnot but if you don't cash that thing in, and then all of a sudden this mandate in New York turn around, and there's a Kyrie Irving sighting, and then Ben Simmons' head get right to KD, big brother there to teach him how to be a professional. Now who got fleeced? Well, well, Keith, guess what? That is less than twenty games left in the season, and the Brooklyn Nets are in the play-in tournament. By the way, they got beat by the Miami Heat last night with no P.J. Tucker, no Jimmy Butler, no Kyle Lowry, in a must-win situation at home, and they lost. So when I look at the Brooklyn Nets, they better hope that they even get into the playoffs. When I look at who they might have to play, the Toronto Raptors in Toronto, Kyrie might not be able to play, think about that, or having to play an Atlanta Hawks team that have Trey Young that could also send you home, or, or even playing the Charlotte Hornets. With all those young studs they have over there, see, you don't want to put yourself in a position in the play-in tournament. We saw that last year with the Memphis Grizzlies and the Golden State Warriors. Kendrick Perkins joining us, ESPN NBA analyst, my brother, Big Perk. Big Perk, I, I said this uh, a week and a half, two weeks ago on the show when we were talking about the Lakers. I heard you echo those same sentiments last night. Is it time to shut LeBron James down? Because what we're seeing is, is yes. not good for somebody who's 37 yes. years old, man. Yes, Jay. You see it? You see it? I don't you, see nothing. You, you see it? Look, one thing about it, great basketball, great basketball minds think alike. Look, LeBron James is giving everything that he possibly can. But at the end of the day, the Lakers has forgotten how to win. They don't know how to win games no more. And when you got to depend on a guy that you signed uh, on a 10-day contract like Stanley Johnson that they end up signing for the remaining 
of the season or you got to depend on the undrafted rookie and Austin Reeves and then Russell Westbrook screaming that nonsense in interviews after they lose games. You don't know when Anthony Davis is going to come back. And LeBron James is still not healthy. We we all forget that. He's not healthy. Like, he's still playing on a hurt knee, but out there still giving people that work, but the others around him are not contributing. So why even why even waste time? Why even waste time to even battle, to even get into the playoffs, to get sent home early? So Does per- that even make sense? No, we're on the same page. And to add to that, yeah. Russ had a really awkward exchange with the reporter last night. And I, I would say this to you, Perk, and everybody. Yo, he said at the end, this is the fourth team I've been on in four years. Think about that, Perk. And I know that's your man, and I love the way Russ plays, reigning MVP, triple-double machine. But he's been on OKC, Houston, Washington, now the Lakers. We could be talking about him on his fifth team next year in five years. The common thread is Russell Westbrook. What does this say about his legacy? How will we look at Russ at the end of the day when it's all over, Perk? It's not going to look good, I tell you that much, and I hate to say it, but it's not going to look good at all. And so when you think about when you think about what Russ is going through, and you think about the excuses that he's making in those interviews, and the lack of production that he's doing on the floor, look, he went to L.A. for one reason and one reason only, and that was to win the championship. And so for the simple fact that he has been moving around like he has and he's had an opportunity to team up with Anthony Davis and LeBron James in his hometown, and he's thinking it up the way that he is, this is definitely going to take a hit on his legacy. Perk, right right now. Perk, do me a favor, man. Don't talk about the Lakers, okay? (laughs) Do do that for me. Key, he's trying to help you, man. And by the way, I'm a Lakers fan. I don't want LeBron. I agree. Let's, you know. Save it for next year. Retool next year. Make a championship run. All right. So there's LeBron still playing at a stupid high level. There's KD, who, when he's healthy and on the floor, you know, probably took over from LeBron, right? Uh, Except, you seen what Luka's doing? First player to ever hit certain benchmarks over the course of a month, like 40 points, this many assists, rebounds, this percentage from three, da-da-da-da. Ever. John Morant, looking like, Michael Jordan and Allen Iverson had a baby to me, right? So if I had to put you on the spot right now, Perk, who is the best player in basketball? Mm. You didn't even say Joel Embiid's name. You I didn't, didn't say Embiid. You didn't say Embiid. I didn't say Jokic, who won MVP and is doing better this year. I didn't say Giannis, who won finals MVP two, two regular seasons. I, by the way, James Harden game for game last year when he was on the floor, I thought was the probably the best player in the league. Who is the best player in basketball? Oh, man, man. It's hard to go. I, I'm going to say this. I'm going to go Ja 1A, Luka 1B. Woo! And, 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 and that's, how I'm, that's, how, that's what I'm going to say. Because what they're doing right now, and the, the tenacity that they're doing it with in their savage ways, it's just, it's just different. Like, when I look at Luca, yeah, I, I, I look at those numbers, but I look at how he's doing it, right? Like, he just, he just went at Braun, picking on him in the pick and roll, and then he went at Steph and last night, you know, in the Golden State Warriors, and I'm like, okay, skinny Luca has arrived. But when I look at Ja Morant, like 
I, I mean, when we talk about a guy that's averaging 40 points over his last five games, like, I mean, it's, 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 it's almost like you're looking at Allen Iverson, uh, uh, Allen Iverson with Russell Westbrook athleticism. And the way that he has the Grizzlies playing is is on a whole nother level. Like, they have the third best record in the NBA. They're only one game behind Golden State for actually having the second best record in the NBA. And it's just like when you think about Ja, like I, I'm looking at Ja and I'm like, this really is the guy that could be the face of the NBA hey. because – you know he has the he has the highlights right. He's must see TV, but he also has the game. But he also uh, is he 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 relates to the culture, and I think I think that's that's that says a lot. Like I'm looking at the the, the garden last night in in Boston, and I'm like they have a lot of kids in the stands with John Morant jerseys on, like. It was a packed house in there last night, like a playoff-type atmosphere. I'm like, hold on. He's going to the garden, and he's getting that type of energy? Like, So, I mean, you can't go wrong with either one, but I think those two is at the top of the charts. I hear you. Let's see what KD has to say about that when he KD gets going Perk, this year. You can make the quick comment. I, I might agree with you on this one, but I do feel like also Luka might be the most complete player in basketball, I don't know. Luca and Luca and Ja, at the very least, are going to battle it out for whose league it is going forward. That's the great Kendrick Perkins. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. Thanks, Perk, as always. All right, brother. Keep the Lakers Appreciate y'all, Phil. Hey, Key, keep your head up, man. <laughs> keep, keep the Lakers name out your mouth, man. It's a Clipper city. Don't ever say that, please. <laughs> a former number one overall who's playing Moneyball with his franchise. That's next. Keyshawn J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, Sirius XM Channel 80, and your smart speakers. I always think this about certain songs, like, could A&R have ever gone 
Like, you know, certain songs are made. Could they ever go to the group or the dude and go, you know something? Um, it's no good. Hey. And then they're like, well, could you tell, tell us what you mean by it's no good? Like, you want us to rework something? What about, I don't know, I'm just A&R, you're the musician, but you, you got to fix this. Like, there's some beats you hear, you go, that is, Fresh. no one has to talk about it. No, it's immediate. Key over here breaking. You yeah, he started doing electric dro- boogie. You dro- if you drop this in today's, it, it, people will be like, "What? Yeah, what is this? <laughs> Why would you bring this guy in my office, Max? Kid, so, did you used to break? What? No, <laughs> you didn't pop and break. Get out of here. You didn't pop and break. Stop. Oh no, man, I'm too shy to be doing that. We used to stuff. have the cardboard down and everything. You uh, and the word shy just <laughs> those don't go together. I am the dude on the wall, man. Mm. I'm no dancing. I stand on one watch. What was You're this? Is the question, Key? You're what the was bet. the uniform in L.A. in New York? It was Lee's creased down the middle. Had to iron them creased down the middle. Latigra had to match the Lee's. Like if you had like it green was, Lee's, had to have a green Latigra. And the and the kicks were either suede Pumas with the fat laces or or uh, uh, shell top Adidas with the fat laces. It was Dickies, white K Swiss. Maybe some Pumas here mm. and there, Adidas because of DMC now, but the K Swiss was the all whites, all white joints. You know? K Swiss didn't hit out here back when we were kids, like fifth grade, fourth yeah, grade K-Swiss. type stuff. Didn't hit out here the at all. Dickies though, you know, T-shirts, the same stuff yeah. you see them wearing now. Yeah, yeah, they still wear the same <laughs> stuff. You know, it's crazy down in North Carolina though. It was all about some Air Force Ones, the mm. baggy jeans, and the long white T-shirts. But yeah, that's Air that was true was here. White T-shirt. That, that was true here. Like but that's later because yeah, you're younger. Later. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I, obviously, yeah. I'm Air younger. Force, yes. Air Force Ones is priced out the market though. No, no. Back then, nah. back then they were like sixty something like that. No, yeah. for uh, when we was kids. Yeah, yeah. That's priced out the market, man. Yeah, no, it, but, right, right. You. That's what <laughs> K Swiss. Next on my like, yeah, yeah. nah, nah. But K, priced out K, the market. The point was Jordan's wait, wait, was what you say? really wanted, right? But up in New York, they call uptowns. Low top <laughs> Air Force Ones, white on white. Uptowns, they call them. Uptowns. Yeah, because yeah. Rock Him and them, you know. Rock him. Yeah. Although they're from Long <laughs> Island, be, but the yeah. thought was uptown. Yeah. Looking like somebody's Dickies looking like a janitor, man. Walk yeah, it was, you, hey, did you ever wear like also the, constructs? Tim's the constructs. Kango, uh, was it kangaroo? What the kangaroo? Kangos. Kangos. Oh, I had a kangle. I, had a kangle. By the way, there's stuff of me online with a kangle. I used to go on TV oh, with a kangle. On. Yeah, Max was a rapper I though, so he gonna wear the kangos and Max stuff. Kellerman kangle. Adam Schefter, ESPN NFL insider, on what could be in play for Kyler Murray. Listen to this one. If Kyler Murray doesn't get a new contract, then we're going to start hearing more and more about baseball as an option. We'll see if that comes into play here. But his head coach has been extended. His general manager has been extended. He wants to be extended. We'll see whether or not he gets that long-term deal. He was drafted in the top 10 by the Oakland A's. Billy Bean Mm. is never going to take a top 10 pick on a publicity stunt, right? Do you know how well you have to play baseball and what kind of potential you have to have for Billy Bean to take you in the top 10? Dude's a center fielder who could obviously chase him down, right, with a cannon for an arm. Run Um, the bases, all that. And uh, and if Billy Bean's taking you, I also bet you he could work a count, get on base, steal bases, do it at an efficient clip, the whole thing. Or, uh, like, otherwise, they're not taking him in the top 10, Key. No, he was good at Oklahoma. He was good in high school. Clearly, uh, Kyler Murray is a baseball player who plays football. That's mm. what he is. Mm-hmm. He is a baseball player who plays football, happens to just be a really great athlete. Well, remember, when he was drafted by the A's, too, is before he had won the Heisman, uh, before he'd even been the starter, it was like the year after Baker Mayfield won the Heisman. So nobody even knew Kyler Murray was going to be that good in college, let alone the pros. And then he. 
gets, you know, people up until Cliff Kingsbury got the job, people thought he was going to baseball. And then yeah, Cliff uh, Kingsbury gets a job and says, I, I would take him with the number one pick, and he goes to football. When you think about, Jay, Tim Tebow, who was not the baseball player Kyler was, he just played in high school. Wasn't, wasn't a top 10 pick in the major leagues, not by the Oakland A's especially. That tells you something. He came back 10 years or something, more than that, 15 years, after he hadn't played baseball. Very mechanical sport. You don't know if you still have it. He was able to connect. Yep. He hit well enough in double-A to get promoted to triple-A. What's Kyler do four years later when he's a better player to begin with? Just saying, MLB has a lockout going on right now. They're arranging for a lot of their players to work out in Arizona. Go throw a couple of balls. You know, go have some fun for a minute. Let the world see you play another sport. If that gives you leverage, if that helps you get your contract sooner, but that's where my brain goes to. Why are you pressing so hard? Mm. You just got your head coach extended. You know the money's going to come your way. What's the rush? I don't know what the rush is. I keep trying to I, – I, Every time this comes up, I don't know Something's what the rush on. is unless I can envision him having a conversation with his agent in the offseason and saying, man, I'm tired of getting beat up. And his agent is sitting there saying to him, you know, just give it an opportunity, give it a chance. And he's saying, I think I'm going to play baseball. And his agent telling him, well, I don't, you know, let's just see what the Cardinals are willing to do before we make that decision. With that say, being said that, it feels like, to me, he really might want to play baseball, given the fact that Adam Shefty said that, hey, it could be you know, a situation where you look up and baseball could be in his future and very near future, that is, that his agent wants the Cardinals to do a deal so that he doesn't lose out on the percentage of the money that he's going to earn if Kyler goes to baseball. He doesn't get any of that. It just Excellent. feels like that to me, what? along with the, the injury history on Kyler Murray. Mm. Would you like to see him try to play baseball? I would. I always do, think do it's so prime. interesting. I mean, like, Won't he De- do like Deion? Deion Sanders, by the way. Like, Bo Jackson was a legit baseball star. He was very raw, but getting better and better. He, was, he hit 35 home runs one year. He had a great arm. Yeah. He could go get it in the outfield, really go get it. Deion Sanders, guys, he played center field yeah, and probably. led off yeah. for a perennial playoff yes. team. And by the way, he raked in the playoffs. And if Prime, if Prime could have done it full time, ain't no telling where his baseball career would have mm, been. He could maybe be a Hall of Famer. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, if Prime would have done it full time, he'd have been something special. But sure. he was he – was he was – to me, one of the top two or three defensive players who ever lived in football. Who knows what it would be in baseball? I wonder if Kyler, if he actually dipped his toe, and maybe this is all just a leverage play, right? I but if he but could, this, though. Let me but, see. But you know what's so funny, Key? I feel like we look at Kyler, and so many people go to his height, like, oh, what is he, 5'9", five, 5'10"? Five, He's one of the most gifted athletes the game has ever seen. For him right. to do that as Crazy. a quarterback – at 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, Selects then, out for size, and, get, and he's small. Yeah, gets selected so highly. And the MLB, are you kidding me? You so kidding spring me? usually starts to win uh, spring training. Now. Now, now like in spring spring training. Yeah. Yeah. February, March, yeah. right? Yeah. So season's over, spring training, roll through baseball season, do a little OTAs, take a day or two off, come through the summer, move to football. And if they need them like prime, then you go back if they make it to the playoffs. Right. He should do that. Cliff he Kingsbury. Should, he, should, he should do the prime thing. I agree. Cliff Kingsbury, Cardinals head coach, on the Pat McAfee show on his relationship with Kyler. Yeah, the relationship is great. And, and you know, Steve and I literally 
banked our careers on him. When you take a guy number one and trade away a top 10 pick from the year before, that's never been done. I mean, you're all in and, and everybody understands that. And the business is the business and um, we're just working through it right now. Three years ago, Kyler's hand size was the talk of the combine. Now it's another potential top 10 pick. That's next. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Back in a sec. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot com. 